Introduction Many people over the years have grappled with the problem of alcoholism. It has been the subject of research and study or concern since the late 1700s with Native American tribes creating alcoholic mutual aid societies up to the present day. Over time, our understanding of alcoholism, its root causes, and treatment modalities have evolved tremendously. As with everything we study, as more knowledge becomes available, we adapt our thinking to fit what we know. Currently, there are several models of addiction and alcoholism that laypeople and professionals alike subscribe to. For the layperson, one's upbringing, value system, religious affiliation, or education level can and often does dictate which model they will believe in. Professionals working in the field of addiction are influenced by many of the same factors, with educational training and area of study adding to the process of choosing which model they adhere to. The model that a professional adheres to informs the way they will treat the alcoholic. Also, the model that a society adheres to will influence its policies and laws. Until recently, the stigma attached to alcoholism was evident by the depictions of drunks on television and in films as being comical and the life of the party. The character Arthur from the film with the same name was a befuddled mess of an alcoholic. His drinking is not even addressed in the film, even though it clearly affects his life. Arthur is a joke, albeit a lovable one. Then there is John Belushi's bumbling, partying, alcoholic character Bluto from Animal House. This is just another of many examples of how the stereotype of alcoholism has been perpetrated through the years. Although stigma continues to plague the world of an alcoholic, recently there have been more realistic characterizations of what people suffering from alcoholism look like. Two cases in point would be Don Draper from Mad Men and Peter Rousseau from House of Cards. In the chapters that follow, we will examine the paths to alcoholism in a variety of ways to manage it. If you are reading this book, you probably already know that alcoholism is not funny, nor is it a case of constant partying. The misconception that it is only the weak who succumb is a falsehood that only adds to the shame alcoholics might feel. It is often thought of as a disease of choice because the alcoholic chooses to pick up a drink, but the simplicity of the statement couldn't be further from the truth. Chapter 3. How do I stop? When most of us consider making a change in our life, the thought of this change, whether it be positive or negative, is normally met with some apprehension. If you are considering going back to school or changing careers, which most of us would view as positive change, you likely would still feel anxiety about facing the unknown. If you are considering leaving an abusive relationship, you might understand that it is what's best for you, but still fear the challenges of being on your own. Change is inevitable in life. Days change, the weather changes, and our bodies change. There is nothing we can do about these events, though we might try. It seems that the situations in which we perceive to have the most control over are the ones that are met with the most hesitancy. When we want to change a behavior, either because we feel it is in our best interest or because we have been mandated to, either by law, by a loved one giving us an ultimatum, or any other situation where we are told that there will be negative consequences if we don't, there really are only two choices. Change or don't change. There is no in-between. If we choose not to change, we know we are choosing the consequences that come along with not changing. We might want to change, but don't know how. If we decide we want to change, we then may face the challenge of how to change, or even how much to change. 
we need to decide if we are going to change everything, i.e. completely stopping the behavior of drinking. Or we may want to start by only drinking on certain days and certain amounts. Or we may even decide not to drink certain alcoholic beverages while allowing ourselves to drink others. The many decisions within the decision can lead a person to feel overwhelmed and trapped, tempting them to decide not to change. Below, we will examine the options available to you when you decide it is time to change.